are listening to College Success Habits with Jesse Mogul, episode 152. Let's get to the show. Oh, this show's the best. The best show. Best show. Best show ever. Welcome to the College Success Habits Podcast. Do you want to triumph through school and have a little fun along the way? Learn habits to help you attain better productivity and hacks to help you slide through classes at any age. Here's your host, college circuit speaker, Jesse Mogul. Welcome back to College Success Habits. I am your host, Jesse Mogul. And as always, it is an honor and a privilege to have you here. Man, we have covered some amazing topics. And boy, are we full on into the fall semester. Some of y'all have been into it for a couple weeks. Um, others, okay, maybe you're not full on. Maybe you literally just started right after Labor Day. But fall is upon us. College football has begun. NFL football has begun. I always say fall begins when football begins. And so we are about there. And so as we prepare for the equinox, we are going to be discussing some really amazing ways for you to start understanding some of these um, ideas about how you are going to become the best version of yourself while you're in college. All right, we've discussed managing your time, finding what sparks you, setting your mindset up, exercising, morning routines, um, habits, right? The habits become the version of your life that you actually create. And so over the next few weeks, we're going to start discussing standards and goals, how to set your standards, morals versus ethics, beliefs versus opinions, shame versus guilt. A lot of the things that you're going to really finally be coming to terms with about yourself over these next four, six, eight, twelve years, and if you're, you know, a non-traditional um, student, then by all means, you've been out in the world, you have experienced a lot of these things, and now it's an opportunity for you to really dive into yourself and say, "Am I happy with my standards? Am, am I am I being very clear and specific about my goals? What are my morals and ethics? Right, beliefs and opinions, shame and guilt. How am I treating other people?" And we're going to dive into this stuff over the next couple months, and it's going to be absolutely fantastic. So let's get into it for today. And because we've been talking about how to get your mindset right for the fall, and that was, you know, last episode and all, and super amazing. Um, Just love how many people have already tuned into that episode. What we are really going to find ourselves contending with when we discuss our standards and our goals is understanding the difference. Because a lot of people will not connect the two about how your standards and your goals are actually playing in concert, in unison with one another. So your goals are what you want to achieve in life. We all have an idea of goals, right? I mean, whether it was your guidance counselor, your parents, what are your goals in life? What do you want to be in life? What do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to be doing? What kind of life do you want to achieve? Right? All those answers that you came up with afterwards when somebody asked you that question became the goal the, that you began to seek to achieve. You know, maybe you were in sports in high school or maybe you were on, you know, some brainiac stuff and you're, you know, you have goals. Goals is what gives our life meaning. When people are like, well, you know, what is the meaning of life? What are your goals in life? What is, is, what is it you value? Some people will say to dominate others and make tons of money. Okay, I mean, regardless of whether I think that's a moral, morally virtuous or not, it's what's important to you. 
right? If somebody's goal is to create, you know, the best online store of all time and shutter the doors of brick and mortar stores throughout the land, then congratulations, Jeff Bezos knocked it out of the park, right? That's commerce driven. Now you're Elon Musk. You might be like, you know, uh, one of my goals in life is to be able to be the reason why man first steps foot on Mars. Okay. Then congratulations. You are well on your way to achieving that one too there, Busteroo. You can have whatever goals you want. Yeah, when you ask about the meaning of life, it could be to love deeply and to cherish special moments with friends and family. Okay, you value love and connection. And that gets to be your meaning of life. A meaning of life, meaning of anything, is based upon each human being's own perspective of what's important to them. That's why it's subjective perspective. It is subjective to your own point of view. It is, it is subjective to you. Subjective is like this idea, like objective is fact, and it's fact throughout the land. The, the sun is in the sky. The sun is what the earth, you know, revolve, revolves, <laughs> it rotates around. And that's what it, our elliptical orbit is based on the sun's gravitational pull. There you go. That's an objective fact. Right? Somebody were to say, well, the sun warms the planet. Really? Ask Antarctica how that's working out for it. I mean, it certainly you know, does some level of warming, or it would be dark there all the time and even more cold. But you know, ask somebody in Norway where the sun may only be in the sky for five hours a day. Is the sun doing a great job of warming them up in the middle of winter? No. That's subjective. So your subjective perspective on what the meaning of life is is what makes you unique. And then what you decide the meaning of life is, what you decide the meaning of being in school is, determines the goals that you will set for yourself. So goals is where you want to go. Now, standards are what get you there. If you have a goal of leaving high school or leaving college only 10 pounds heavier than when you entered college, then a standard, what will get you there is staying physically active, eating a rather healthy diet, nutrition strategy, right? If you, let's just say you're in school for, for five years and you only want to gain 10 pounds more than what you weighed your first day of college. That's only two pounds a year. It's all you're allowed that under based off what you just told me your goal was. You're only allotted two pounds to gain each year. Now, two pounds isn't much. That's one pound every six months. That's half a pound every three months. I mean, start thinking about a half a pound is eight ounces, right? That is not a lot. You're basically asking yourself to only gain one ounce every month. I have come up to 12 ounces. No, I'm wrong. Um, it would be two. It's about two ounces a month. Two ounces would be because it's 16 ounces in a pound. You're only allowed to gain two pounds a year, so that's 32 ounces a year. 12 goes into that roughly about, it's almost three times. So you're giving yourself about, fat, you love my fast math on the microphone. You're, you're allowed to, so based off that goal of only gaining 10 pounds in five years, you're only allotted about three ounces a month. Now, regardless of what you think about that example, set it aside, put it in the parking lot. The whole reason we're going with that example is because Lots of people have physical body goals in their life. 
But so the goal of only gaining 10 pounds over five years. Now, the standard that you set for yourself is what will allow that goal to come to fruition, to be achieved. So if you're, if you know, you're, you're only allotted three ounces a month in order to, in order to finish five years at 10 pounds heavier, right? You're going to have to have a standard of eating very healthy, of being physically active, staying fit, going off in, right? So that becomes the umbrella for which you're like, okay, well, I'm going to eat healthy and I'm going to stay active. Well, what specifically do you believe, think eating healthy is? Right? Is that four portions of broccoli a day? Um, is that eating whatever the hell you want for four days and then eating healthier for three? Like being specific and saying to yourself, what is eating healthier to me? How does eating healthier uh, benefit this course of action? When will I eat healthier? Where will I find healthy foods? If it's physical activity that you're craving, right? When will you be physically active? Where will you go in order to be physically active? Who will you be around when you are being physically active? These standards are what will get you to your goal. So a standard goes underneath this idea of the who, what, when, where, what, and how. Why, the word why, is a value-based question. Why is maintaining physical activity important to you? That's going to get you a value-based answer. But who, what, when, where, what, and how will get you action-based answers. Who will be there? What will be happening? When will you do it? Where will you be doing it at? How, you know, who, what, when, where, what, and what will be going on? How will you achieve this? These are action-based questions. So you all know the five W's in the, in, the, in, the, in the H. Who, what, when, where, why, and how. Who, what, when, where, why, and how. Who, what, when, where, why, and how. So it's who, what, when, where, and how. I've been trying to get this spit out. I just got done shooting the sobriety show, and I, and I think I messed it up a little bit. But it's who, what, when, where, and how. Who, what, when, where, how. That will get you action-based answers. So when you want to begin to formulate your standards, those become the actions that you take. Is a standard for you to walk to all of your classes rather than drive your car? Is a standard for you to go hiking twice a week? Is a standard for you to get 10,000 steps a day? Is a standard for you to eat five portions of vegetables a day? Is a standard for you to... Um, only drink one soda pop a day. What is your standard? What is the what is you what is the bar you are setting for yourself that you will seek to achieve each and every day in order to bring yourself each and every day closer to the fruition of your goals, the accomplishment of your goals. See, when you're in high school. Depending on the whether you had a helicopter parents or you're a latchkey kid or how much ever involvement you had with your parents hovering over you or not hovering over you, a lot of your behavior was very well dictated by what they told you to do or your coaches told you to do or your teachers told you to do. And because you are being monitored so much more closely, generally, this is I'm not saying this is a blanket statement that all of your school life was like that. 
But generally, from what I've gathered, meeting as many administrators and teachers and parents as I have, and even students as well, um, there is a certain level of accountability. There's a lot more hovering. There's a lot more watchful eyes over you. But you get to college, and the, and the teachers are like, they're pretty much like, if you want to succeed, it's up to you. Yes, if you go to their office and you ask them questions and you're more active in, in your involvement, they will definitely show more interest in you. But they aren't just going to call you up because you've skipped class three days in a row. They might just kick you out of the class and they don't really give a damn what your story is. Administrators, they've got 50,000 students. It's, you know, even the biggest high school is probably sitting at about five, seven, eight thousand before they open up another one in that same district. So you have a lot less students at the teachers and everybody's trying to, you know, contend with. So your parents, right, they're not hovering over you anymore. You went away to college, right? They might still call you. You might still call them. But at some point, you're really on your own. They're not going to know every little move you're making. You're not under their roof anymore. Now, for those of you who are still under the roof, just understand, yes, there's still some level of accountability. But generally speaking, once you get to go off to college, even if you are staying at your parents' house, you know, you could be telling them that you're staying over at a friend's house to study, you know, and they live 45 minutes away. And you could be over at, you know, Bobby Jenkins and Peggy Sue's house, slamming back some beers and, you know, they're none the wiser. You are going to get away with a lot more than you did in high school. That's just generally a fact. It could be a subjective fact, but it is still generally perceived as being true. All of those words I just said to alert you to the fact that you are in charge of your life. And back in the day, you probably were having standards set by the adults in your life. And you wanted to achieve the standards they set for you so you could stay in good favor with them. So they would show you positive attention rather than negative attention right? You were the teacher's pet and always turned your assignments in early because you really wanted them to favor you in the classroom and call on you. With your parents, you wanted them you know, to, to respect you and, and see you as an adult. So you really worked your ass off to make sure that they, that they saw that you were doing responsible things. Your friends' parents, you wanted to, to, to be the best version of themselves around you know, them so that your friends' parents thought you were a good person or your boyfriend-girlfriend thought you were a good person and their parents thought you were a good person. Like, There's a lot of this proving of oneself because there's an immediacy to the connectivity you had with so many people. And then you go off to college and all of a sudden it's very much absent of a lot of adult supervision. So the standards they were setting for you that you would have been seeking to work toward, and that's the bar you wanted to achieve at every single day, right? Now, all of a sudden, there's a lot more freedom. And with that freedom comes you setting your own standards. Are you playing college sports? The coach might tell you that you got to watch four hours of game film a week and you got to hit the weight room three times a week and you got to go to the tutors three times a week. They're going to set a standard. But if you don't also internally set that standard, then the likelihood that you are going to achieve the goals for which you set for yourself is much, much less. Likewise, in high school, you were probably setting these as your standard too, but the standard could have been more of let's not disappoint the adults than it is to let's achieve these things that I desire in my life. You're still young. It's still more fly by the seat of the pants, but now you're at that 18 to 22 to 25, right? This is when your brain fully develops. This is when rational thought, your prefrontal cortex, everything really starts to 
you start to lay down the values, the standards, your opinions, your beliefs, your your moral and ethical codes. You're laying these things down in the beginning stages of your college career and on and on and on and on and on throughout adulthood. You are in charge of yourself now. So the big bumper sticker message of this is your goals are the things that you want to achieve in life. Your standards are how you achieve those goals. You want to get straight A's, then a standard for you might be studying for two hours a day, five days a week. A standard for you might be hitting the books at the library on a Saturday afternoon for four hours while everybody else is watching college football. That's the standard you're going to set for yourself in order to achieve straight A's. If you get back your first round of tests and you got B's on all of them, you will raise your standards to then achieve the goal of straight A's. Clearly, studying two hours a day, five days a week, and four hours on Saturday wasn't going to get you straight A's. So now you have to raise your standards in order to achieve the goal of straight A's. Uh, You want to be a, a loving, connected friend, right? That's your goal. Well, I would ask you how specifically will you show loving and connectedness to your friends? When will you do it? Where will you do it? Right? And then if one of them comes up and says, I really feel like you're absent a lot and you're off and staring at your phone and you're just not, you're not very connected. If your standard for being connected was just being in their space but staring at your phone, it's probably going to leave them feeling very disconnected. So you're going to have to raise your standard, put the phone down, look them in the eye, start conversations with them. When you are not achieving your goal, you need look no further than your standards. Your standards will fuel your goals' achievements. So big bumper sticker here. Goals are what you want to achieve. Standards are the bars that you set in order to achieve those goals. Going hiking three days a week to be physically active. Your standard is I hike three days a week with the goal being I am healthy. I, I, I maintain my weight. If you start to gain weight, then you can either look at your activity or you can look at your nutrition. And if your nutrition standards are eat whatever the hell you want, whenever the hell you want, no matter how active you are, it's going to be a battle between those two. So if one of your goals is physical health, you will then have to be more specific. When will you be showing yourself you're physically healthy? How will you be physically healthy? When will you choose, you know, healthier food over pizza? Like you will have to start to dive into yourself. And you do this by asking the who, what, when, where, and how questions. When you start asking yourself the why questions, they're going to be value-based. And that's, those answers are going to be more connected to your goals than they are to your standards. Because your goals are going to be the values you have in life. And those should be what you set your standards based upon. Your values and your goals. And if you want to figure out ways to be more uh, more focused on your standards, then you should come back next week because we're going to discuss how to set standards next week. So as always, my friends, inclusivity over exclusivity, the power of positive energy, release and flow. I am so grateful to have you all listening. Remember, your goals are what you seek to achieve. The standards are how you achieve those goals. So go out there, check your standards, make sure they are pointing you toward your North Star, your goals for why you were in college, for why you were taking the classes you are, for why you want the career you want, for the why you have the social circle you do. All of these things um, can be achieved. 
your highest sense of self can be achieved if your standards are fueling you toward your goals. See you next week. Bye-bye. 